Welcome to the Unfocused Writer, the podcast for unfocused writers by unfocused writers, with your hosts, Christopher Robin and Christy Walter. In this season's weekly episodes, we'll talk about everything from our not-so-fancy writing offices to our unfocused writing lives while parenting, attempting recovery, and dealing with every other aspect and challenge of our daily lives. On with the show! <laughs> Such a dick. I'm just kind of ornery and tired, I think. I think this is left over from our last podcast, but I'm still going to drink it. Gross. Oh. It was pretty gross. I'm drinking matcha. Ooh. Lovely. It's a mushroom matcha. So I just got back from the zoo. We were watching the penguins walk around. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> it was actually really funny because... Like, they line up the people along this trail, and then they just kind of open the door to the penguin um, habitat, and the ones that want to walk outside, they just walk outside. With the people? And they What? With the people. No, the people are kind of standing off to the side. They tell you not to, like, oh. interact with the penguins. Like, you can watch and take pictures or whatever, but you can't. You can't walk along with them. Right. <laughs> so it was pretty sweet because... Before the penguins came out, the one lady goes, yeah, you know, we never know which ones are going to come out, but there's always a runner. And the runner was the video that I sent you earlier. That was the runner. <laughs> <laughs> the one rogue penguin taken up, taken off up the hill. Oh, my God. That's funny. Did your kids love it? Yeah, they had a really good time. They, like, Briarly wanted to, like, go in the pen and play with them. We were like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, so, fun. I love penguins. So that's what we did this morning. I slept I in. Yeah. I slept in until like 1030. <laughs> You're I usually, not allowed to do that tomorrow. I usually don't do that. Well, on weekends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. It's like four o'clock. I'm getting ready for dinner here. And I'm like, where is Christy? Oh, she's still in bed. Come on. So who are we talking to today? We are talking to Holly Petit. Oh, we're going to talk to Holly Petit today. Mm -hmm. For anybody that doesn't know, Holly's uh, she's a fellow unfocused writer. <laughs> um, Holly has a very diverse background. She's been um, a professor, a musician, a caretaker, a what else? Well, oh, a writer, writer obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did she tell us the name of her, her girl band was? Oh, my God. Bitchcraft. <laughs> Bitchcraft. Yes. That's the best. She had one named Angel Hell, too. Angel Hell's good, but Bitchcraft is way better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see more. I want to look up those videos that she told us about. She said they're on the Internet somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Holly's <laughs> a lot of fun, and, and that's, that's kind of why we wanted to have her on the show, because she's a big proponent of bringing fun into your not just your writing but into your life and looking around and seeing fun in places that maybe you wouldn't normally see fun mm -hmm. and happiness yeah she's a fascinating person yeah to i talk to. i had no idea really i mean i guess i should have 
taken a, a clue from the PhD in her name, but yeah, she was really great to talk to, loaded with knowledge. I feel like we could have talked to her for hours and hours. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, then. Does this sound better, Chris? Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Okay, tell me if you need me to modify anything at all. It's got also different sorts of things. I don't know how to set it most appropriately for this setting, but if it sounds okay, we'll roll with it. You can talk to Christy. She's the editor right now. I think she um, sounds great, but my microphone's about to fall. <laughs> oh, gosh. You don't laugh at me, Chris. They're, they're pricey. Christy, when you were, right before you got on, I was just telling her what a circus this sound stuff has been since we, it's been a nightmare. I don't yeah. know, but look at you with that royal blue fuzzy it's, thing. Okay, so it's not actually uh, blue. It just must be the light in the garage. Oh. It's black. Oh, huh. well, it looks cool. <laughs> wow. Uh, but, but more importantly, how do I sound? But more importantly, you don't sound as good so as me. Sexy. <laughs> so sexy. Are we going to have a sexy voice competition we should. today? We should. Oh. Okay, Holly, you go first. I'll giggle Come too on. much. I am no, I, no, no, <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. It might be a contest. <laughs> <laughs> and Christy, so far, this is exactly what we have in mind. Well, the name of this episode is Having Fun With Your Writing. <laughs> so, oh. so we're counting oh, on this being sure a fun episode. About that too. Especially since you have a pup called oh, Everything yeah. Fun. Yeah. Well, it's, I cast a very wide net in terms of what is fun. Sometimes it's, you know, the laughter and sometimes, I mean, the best thing to do is just sit there and meditate and that can be fun too. Um, I'm still teasing out some of the definitions of fun, but, you know, trying to define something doesn't make it any funner. Well, so, fun is but, subjective, right? I mean, fun yes. is different for every person, but I giggle at yes. everything. So it's all good. good. <laughs> uh, Don't I, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. She's a giggler. And, um, we, I, I was just, did you read my blog post this morning, Christy? No, I told you I was being lazy in bed and playing iPad games. You <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> you still it's haven't clapped thing. on my last, my last piece. You know what? If you you're lucky, shit. you're going to get a single clap out of me. <laughs> you don't even read my stuff anymore. I don't think you la you clapped on the piece before. Oh my god, I'm whining like a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> I don't think uh, you clapped on my post before that. I don't even think you read it, the one about the bully. Hey. Listen here, lady. You get enough claps on your pub submission guidelines to cover all of the claps that I don't provide. I do make a lot of money off of those. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think i want to be the only one to write them <laughs> yeah i know uh, anyway it has to do with like prompts or submissions and stuff like that tends to get read but sometimes not for the right reason but that's okay yeah you know Some if you hey man if you want to write one sometime mm -hmm. i'll throw you a bone oh gee i appreciate that Funny, funny. <laughs> oh.
Well, well, one of the things we wanted to make sure we yep. did on this is like not talk about medium too much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think all of us have written in a lot of different places and that's, that's a very specific type of publication. Um, so I, I think when we terms of, when we talk in terms of writing, we're trying to talk in a general sense, whereas writing on medium is very specific. Right. Um, you write a particular way, you make it a little bit shorter, you, you know who your audience is there, whereas it, it, your audience might be different for another publication. For sure. And so the messages that we're yeah, talking we, about. We like to keep this to kind of yeah. writing in general and writing in other places. Chris and I are really trying to break out of the medium cult a little bit. Um, not that it doesn't have its own place, like you say. Yeah. But. Yeah. But it's it's very specific. And I find that. You know, some people just want to write there and a lot of the rest of us, we want to publish in other places as well, which is why I typically don't write that much on Medium. Well, you know what? In preparation for this interview, I looked back at your your stories. You haven't written a whole lot there lately. I have not. Well, my mother-in-law died last month and for like a couple of months prior to that, she's had Alzheimer's for she had Alzheimer's for over 16 years. So we uprooted from Colorado and came here to Ohio uh, just to sort of help ease the burden. I mean, we sold our house, we sold our business, we gave up everything, came back, come back here and take care of her. And we took care of her for about the last five years. And then the last few months, like shit hit the fan. It was just, I mean, she'd fall down, she'd end up in the hospital. We'd all, you know, it, it, it's just been sheer chaos for a while. So now I'm trying to get back to a normal style of writing, but I'm still doing the catch up on her dying. Cause I mean, even like writing thank you cards to the people that offered donations to hospice or, you know, all these other things that just took up way too much time. And I feel like I'm, I'm still trying to find my balance after <laughs> writing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can't think about that cause that'll be dark and, and we want to be lighthearted and funny. We do. We want to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we also yeah. want to be real. So mm-hmm. anything that comes up, if you have stories or sure. we don't care, we, you know, this Absolutely. is just a conversation. Yeah, if something comes along in the conversation that makes you think of a story from the past or anything, just chime in and talk over us because we can sometimes get out of, out of, sometimes yes. we can get out of control. don't be a dick dude Uh, no i i enjoy listening to you two as well i'm gonna turn it up so i can hear you a little bit better this doesn't when i do this does this create an echo back where you can hear yourself at all okay it shouldn't it's like unidirectional i just wanted to make sure it was set right but um yeah yeah i'm 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 feeling unfocused today, so it's good that I'm talking to the unfocused podcast. Hey, we, Christy, we brought the pain. We knew <laughs> we could. We're going to bring everyone down to our level. We always do. We have that gift of bringing unfocused to oh, the world. <laughs> yes, yes. So I will. Well, we went through this thing, Holly, where we were like, okay, well, maybe we need to be more focused with the show and, you know, let's get organized and organize our plan and our thoughts. And then all of a sudden (laughs) we started doing it. And then we thought, 
but that's not us. That's yeah. not our show. And we, we were like, no, no, that's not right. We need yeah. to just be ourselves and be unfocused because that's what we yes. called the show yes. to begin yes. with. I mean, life is chaotic. So, you know, it, it's good to yeah. have a place where you can talk about it and sort of realize your, your own humanity by talking to other people who are unfocused. Because truly, I can't think of many, many people who I know who write that are focused. Everybody struggles with it. It's true. And, and I don't, I mean, there's lots of causes, but I think it's just a, we have a habit of being unfocused. You know, it's just a habit that we've allowed, you know, the internet to creep in, our cell phones to creep in, our, our cats and dogs and spouses and all that when we're trying to write everything descends upon us you know that second you want to write it's like uh-oh <laughs> i look around and just things start coming toward us and you know we've allowed it we've allowed it it's just the habit that we've built up like i let my cats interrupt me all day but if i wanted to be more focused i could set better boundaries you know i could shut the door and keep them out but we that's it we have to pick and choose <laughs> Hey, Christy, she's answering our interview questions before we even ask them. She is. Oh, no, no, oh, please do. This, is, this is amazing. Wait, so, so Holly, when you, when you're writing something, say there's a deadline or something that's really important to you, what are some ways that you try to focus when there are all these things going on around you? Um, usually, by the time that I've been so distracted, I'm out of my mind and I actually have to go take a walk. I'll go take the dogs for a walk or I'll go meditate for five, 10 minutes because I have to get out of that mindset. Because think about it, when you're distracted or you get interrupted, you go into that sort of scattered state. And in that state, you can't put up boundaries because you're you like, you don't even oh, know what your boundaries what are. And so. Yeah, because in the, in the midst of being interrupted and being made sometimes irritated, we go ah, scatterbrained, mm -hmm. you know, and I think a lot of us walk around in that scatterbrained mindset all the time. I mean, I know I do a lot. Yeah. And and so if I have to write, I really have to, you know, I'll let the dogs out to go to the bathroom. I, you know, do the things that I have to do, sit down for five minutes and just sort of breathe. And I. I if you breathe, and I've written articles about this, uh, and I'm not trying to tell yeah, what I've that's written. What but that's what you're here you for. You should. <laughs> well, if you breathe into your, well, I, it, the Reader's Digest version is that if you breathe into your lower belly, it's actually calming. There's a big difference. If you breathe down in your lower stomach area, take some deep breaths. And, and let them all out. It's calming. If you breathe up in your chest, it actually exacerbates anxiety because it's, it's when you're in flight or fight or flight, that's what you do. You're like, <laughs> and you're breathing. This is up. the vagus nerve stuff you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It is to some degree. And, and the four, seven, eight breathing technique and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But in the moment, if you just let yourself take some deep, breaths into your lower belly it it is calming and and when i do that i can regain my focus pretty quickly if i just sit there for five minutes and i i just kind of let everything i literally watch it like the distractions flush out of me 
And then I, I do some more deep breathing and then I can come back to it and be focused. But if I breathe in my upper chest, it's, it's, ah, that actually exacerbates. And it's just simple little things like that. And I, I meditate a lot. And when I really can't get my bearings about me, I sit down with my journal and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And I do like a, a mental dump where mm-hmm. I just let it all go. And then I can actually come back and be a little bit more focused because if you've just had a frustrating encounter, if you've had a frustrating encounter, you can't just say, oh, well, don't focus on it. Go back to work. It's like that ain't going to work. No, you're just sweeping it under the rug. Yeah, I'll I'll get out the journal. I'll do a dump. I'll write a whole bunch of stuff down and be like, that person's a (laughs) <laughs> you can swear all I'm, you want here. <laughs> that person's an asshole. And, uh, you know, this is a shit storm. And I just I really let it all out. And then when I come back, I'm like, OK, a couple deep breaths, had my blast. And and so then I'm all good. You know, it doesn't work perfectly every time. I mean, n- nothing really does. But I think if you can get a handle on just a couple of methods that work for you to regain your focus, uh I don't mean like you personally, we all have to find our own ways. Uh, we can come back to it. We have a method, we have a strategy, write it down, make a post-it note about it. Because when you're frustrated again, chances are you're not going to be thinking about that. So if you have yourself a little note that reminds you what you do um, and you come back to it, I think, I think it works. I like that. Somebody told me one time to, even before I knew about meditation or any breathing techniques or anything, somebody told me one time just to stop and check in with my body. Yeah. And like, just kind of embrace and feel what you're feeling. And that really hit home to me because it was a condensed, simplified version of that. Okay. What am I feeling right now? Okay. Now take a breath and everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, everybody has to find their own way. But I think that um, when you have something that's, and that gets you going, gets you inflamed, gets you irritated or something that even just distracts you in that moment, it's, you're not thinking about how, how to get out of it. Um, right. Can you, can I say something and off the record? Oh yeah. We can edit it out. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> Christy can edit it out. She's an expert. Oh, I'm sorry to do that. I, I have hot flashes and I just went into like a raging hot flash when I was trying to focus. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm I just so I'm in menopause. And so when that happens, if you see me grab something like this, it's because I'm dying over here. And I apologize. I Are you like, sure you want us to edit this out? It's perfect. <laughs> you know, it's a riot. You know, I've, I've already gone through menopause, but. I never had that. Oh you didn't have God. hot flashes? Nope. Uh, mine are wicked. I have them like, oh, way too much. I, it, and they're horrible. It could be I was so happy to go through men. I was so happy to reach menopause <laughs> that <laughs> like it was just <laughs> anything was better. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I actually had a hysterectomy like 15 years ago. And then I stopped taking estrogen, which brought everything on with a vengeance. So when that happens, <laughs> sometimes my brain just goes, and I started to say something back there and like, shit hit the fan. It's gone now. But um, I watched it. I saw it in your eyes. You were like, 
all of a sudden you were staring into space and I was like, is she okay? Did the video freeze? Well, I was, I didn't know if, if you, if you, I, I didn't want to interrupt our discussion, but I wanted to say I was having a hot flash. That's what I was mouthing. I'm like, oh, oh okay. that's what that was. I thought the audio cut out. Oh no, no. I'm like hot flash, <laughs> hot flash. So sorry about that. This is gold. <laughs> I know. I'm sad you want us to cut it out because that was amazing. You can keep whatever you um, want. I think, you know, even stuff like that, it's like, you know, when I'm, I could be really in, engaged in something, sitting there writing, getting it's it on nice. and then a hot flash hits, and it's like, <laughs> you know, and there's really nothing you can do about that because it's like, okay, hurry up, strip all your clothes Holly, off. It's a perfect example of what makes us unfocused. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. It is. Yeah. And it's out of our control. But I know that I can come back to it and I have my method to just sort of calm and get back to my headspace because I'm, <laughs> I'm so easily distracted. So, oh, it's like monkey mind to the nth degree. It's like, Whoa. oh, I'm so using that screenshot in our promos. <laughs> okay. I'll stop. <laughs> Either that or the fan. I, have, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> The fan is pretty good. It's a beautiful fan. The fan is pretty good, oh, gotta say. Well, you're you're very lucky that I don't mind that people laugh at me. So <laughs> we're not laughing at you. We're laughing with you. With me, okay. <laughs> Am I pain? No, I'm kidding. Aww. So now that we're laughing and things are lighthearted, what are some ways that you incorporate fun into your writing? Well, it's kind of, uh. <laughs> I know I have to think about, I'm not, I'm not one of those like think so good on your feet type. Like I need to chew on things for a little bit. It's okay. A little we can edit the chewing out too. The the kinesthetic for, for the visual people, they think so quickly on their feet for the auditory people. They're kind of the middle of the road and I'm kind of auditory. I, I suspect Chris is too, cause he's a musician. Um, Absolutely. I have to think about everything for a while. Yeah. I drive and, and my I, wife crazy. <laughs> well, you're probably kinesthetic too, which is like that feeling. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't know you well enough to say what, what modalities you tend to operate in, but I would suspect as writers, we all have this kinesthetic dimension too, because we're all about the feel, you know, how does it feel? So when I sit down and, and I get going on something, if I can get myself into that flow state, oh my gosh, that's so fun where you're just, you're, you're sitting there and you're just sort of lost. And do you know what I, I'm sure you have to know what I'm talking about? We just, so we strive to go into that zone and uh, Cheek sent me high, the positive psychology writer writes about the concept of flow. So if you can get into that flow state, that's wonderful. And then it's just kind of like you're, you're in that free state and you're, you're writing and it's fun and it's enjoyable. You don't really, you're kind of lost in it. If you can get to that state where you're lost in your writing, I think that's the most elevated state of writing. And I think that when we are able to achieve that, it's like, it's like crack. It's like crack it writers. And that's yeah. the challenge to get there yeah. from being unfocused. That's the hard part because we, we all know when we can get to that state, we're absolute machines. We can create, we can write, we can really yes. put some beauty out into the world. But until we get there, it's a challenge. Yes, it really is. And I think that if you've, when I sit down to write, 
if I can just give myself a minute to think about what that state feels like, honestly, I can sometimes generate it. You know what I mean? Like if you put the intention in, like I want one of those states. Now, that's not always easy because I know the kids will come in and interrupt you. But if there's a way that you could do it at a time, maybe when the kids aren't around or if you could say, hey, you know, can you give me an hour or however long you you can afford to take away from them and just say, I'm going to go to my I always call it my bliss station, which is I've written written about that before. I've talked about it with different people about uh, Austin Kleon's concept of the bliss station, which I think that comes from Joseph Campbell, the writer as well. So if you have a space where. Like my office is decorated with all my things that are inspiring and fun. And if you don't have an office, you know, do it in any sort of space that you can to just generate that good feeling vibe. And then when you sit down to write, if you're able to isolate that time to where you're not <laughs> going to be interrupted. Chris has something funny going on. My my wife. If it's sitting outside in the car, she just opened the garage door. I'm in the garage. <laughs> Yeah, no worries. <laughs> See, distractions happen. What? Well, I started rearranging, but then I had a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is classic. Are you this getting in trouble with the wife? <laughs> what? No, she she thought I was in here like rearranging the stuff. Uh. Like, Part of my part of my job today was um, like rearranging and cleaning up the garage. Mm-hmm. And now you're which playing. Which is fine, but now I'm playing. <laughs> you're playing with your little recording. podcast are you, friends. Are Are you creating a bliss station? I, I I hide all over the place to try and create my bliss station. I have a spot in the garage. I have a spot in the yes. shed. You know, I go hide wherever I can yeah. find it. Away from my children. Do you need children. to go talk to her for a second? And that's what we have to do to get to flow. Go right ahead. Go talk to her for a minute. If you... No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> she she brought me totes to put things well, that's in. that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny when the hot flash is over, I get hi? really cold. You should say hi to the podcast. <laughs> Hi, Bree. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, and there goes the. They say hi. <laughs> they can hear the garage door. <laughs> hey, the kids are inside making home movies, and it's it's really uh, really funny. My, we got my daughter a um, a, like a digital camera, mm-hmm. right? Um. And it's got a, a gizmo on it that will let it go underwater. Wow. It's got like tripod mounts and the whole thing. So she can do whatever she wants with it. And before I came out, out here, they were inside like making, I think they were calling it the vacuum monster movie oh or God. something like that. It was classic. Uh, what is it on a Roomba? They're awesome. What? Is it on a Roomba? No, the, I think they were just, I don't know. I didn't even get to see it yet, but I put it on the big TV for them and they were just having a blast watching them. Oh, so I was cool. jumping around. It's good to keep them creative. I, I know. And it's, it's difficult because they love their screens and all that stuff so much. Yeah. 
that sometimes they they really fight when we peel them yeah. away. So Chris, well, I think. It, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Holly. Well, I was just going to say there's ways that they can engage in a creative way rather than like the passive where they're just watching something. So I think there are ways to use the technology in a way to to promote the creativity. Mm-hmm. If it's sure. you know they're recording their own movies, that's pretty creative. It, it is, and I remember you know all of us are. Um, of that age where we had video cameras and we played outside. And I remember when we got a video camera, that was the greatest thing to do to take those cameras outside and like make movies and all kinds of stuff. That was a blast. (laughs) We didn't have those. I, I, I'm older than you, but I think it was one of those things my family (laughs) didn't did, didn't do, but it was probably because, you know, there would be evidence my dad was a real like a tech junkie. Ah, that's kind of cool. And he was he was like an early adopter of technology in the 70s and 80s. So, oh. you know, we were the first ones to get cable. He, you know, got a VCR before anyone else did. So he was all over that stuff. And he in, from being in the music business, too, he was always all about the electronics yeah. and um, I think they borrowed a video camera from a local school district, you know, and then they brought it home and we were running around the house with it. I don't know. Well, it's funny that you say that because my mother called about 15 minutes before we got on this chat and, and yeah. she said, she just, we went to Michigan yesterday to visit my parents and then she called, she's like, just making sure you made it home. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, she said, aren't you having that thing? And I'm like, what thing? What are you talking about? She's like that thing where you're going to talk to your friends or something. And I'm like, oh, the podcast. She's like, yeah, that thing. And my mom's like 72. She's not like super old or anything. Uh, but she's like, well, um, she wanted she wanted my dad to talk to my husband. So I handed the phone over. But she said to me, she said, is this going to interfere with. With your thing that you're going to do on your computer? And I'm like, no. Uh, my cell phone does not interfere with my computer. It was just, she just didn't get it. She's like, can you actually, yeah. can he talk on your cell phone while you're on your computer? <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's funny. It's like a foreign concept. Really seem to understand that a podcast is really nothing more than a radio yeah, show. That's what I tried to explain, but she said, yeah, but if, if, if we're talking on your phone, is it going to interrupt? And I'm like, it was it was just kind of funny. I'm like, okay, okay. So we were not the tech savvy family. We my parents are still grossly left behind. <laughs> I have to explain everything, and they call me when they mess up their computer, which is another distraction <laughs> that interrupts my writing. But did you ever hear the Mike Birbiglia bit where he he always goes to his parents' house to fix their computer? No. And like it it had like a porn virus on it, <laughs> so. He went over to their house one time and, and they had it like facing the corner oh. so nobody could see it. Like it had been oh, bad. Gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. I just hope it wasn't clown porn because that's the worst. <laughs> Don't get me going on that. But, oh, there's not enough hours in a day. But anyway, <laughs> see, this is how unfocused happens. We are proof. <laughs> and that's okay. We are. We're having fun along the way. My computer's been a little, my connection's a little, what, yeah. um, 
how he incorporates fun in his writing. You know, I think everything I write has to be entertaining for me. So I, I like to incorporate elements of satire and sarcasm and all that stuff. If it makes me laugh or I have a good time writing it, I really don't give a shit if anybody else gets it. Mm -hmm. If I'm laughing myself stupid while writing it, it's going out into the world. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I, and I really don't care if anyone reads it. I don't really care if it gets claps or gets sold. I, I don't care. <laughs> so um, I, I guess that's about that. That's my way of incorporating fun. And if you actually, those articles that you are as you're writing and you're laughing, and I bet those articles actually do do the best because I think it's kind of like people can sense the energy that you put into it. And I'm not getting woo woo here. Like, ooh, <laughs> there's some groovy energy in it, but truly it's like, if you're laughing through it and you're having a good time, it's like somehow that gets in, that gets put into the article and, it's and true. readers can sense it. And on the other side of that, are the articles that you can tell were just written to write something or to publish something or whatever. It, you can feel yes. it. There's nothing there. It's just vapid nothingness. And you're like, this isn't funny. Yeah. Uh, those, that, that stuff turns me off. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Christy? I was just going to ask the same thing. Are you turning the tables now? It's, I told you before, it's not just your show. <laughs> Yes, oh. it is. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, I, <laughs> well, I have, for me, it's more in the process. So, um, sometimes I'll put on music if I'm in the mood for that. Um, and then because I write mostly memoir, it's really revisiting the memory. Um, and that's fun for me mm -hmm. now, you know, of course, sometimes the memory can be sad, but it's still fun for me because I'm writing about it. So I need to tell the story in an engaging way. Um, you know, you can't tell a sad story and have it just be sad. It has to be well, it's your creative spin. On, I, I, spin maybe is the wrong word, but it's your creative voice. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and the way I write, um, I I have always written in a way that um with my voice that it could be told on a stage, for example, you know, it mm -hmm. could be read out loud. So one of the things that I do sometimes is I, um, re I record audio to go along with it. And that's a lot of fun for me. And especially now I'm, you know, putting music behind it or, you know, so that's been a fun activity that I've been doing lately. Um, You're just doing that so you can use your sexy radio that, voice. You know what? That's exactly what I'm Ooh. doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, oh, and one other thing that I do is I change up. Um, if I want to have fun, I won't always write memoir. I'll do something different. So like I have my little fake advice column, Dear Kiki, or mm -hmm. I will, I love doing prompts. So not, not writing prompts, but I like to create prompts for other people. Um, so I do that. Um, yeah. You know, on all my um on all the pubs actually. So 
Um, and mm -hmm. then we have quick talk where I promote other publications. Um, so things like that are really fun for me to do. Um, so mm -hmm. it'll be just going outside of my, my genre of choice, I guess. Um, and that's kind of how I keep it. Yeah. I keep it hopping. <laughs> mm -hmm. Don't laugh at me. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, no, you know what? Cause, uh, we were talking yesterday before we were talking about prompts and how mm -hmm. you used to do the prompts or you still do, I guess. And I wanted to, I need to apologize to everybody that's ever tagged me in a prompt or something. Cause I suck so bad at responding to prompts because I, I swear, because it's not my idea. I just yeah. can't, I can't get behind it. I suck. Is that why you yeah. don't do them? I, I'm not good for responding to prompts. I think. That's exactly why. Like I can create them. I cannot yeah. respond to them. Yeah, I'm not. I'm good just at, not inspired. I guess I don't either that much. I like creating them. I appreciate them greatly. <laughs> like if somebody tags me in a prompt mm -hmm. or they they give me a really good idea, that's that's fine. I appreciate it, but I can't always come up with anything to respond. Yeah. It's if you're, you know, if you read anybody who writes about writing, they say do it consistently, do it every day. And, and I think the critical thing that people should take away from that is that, yes, write every day. Don't publish. <laughs> don't, yeah. I'm not saying don't publish every day. Don't think you have to publish everything that you write because a lot of that, that writing and like when I think of prompt writing, I think of that's something that I would probably write for myself, not for other people. Like just as a loosening up exercise. You know how when you come in and you sit down and you're a little bit stiff, but you just need to get writing on something? So prompts are good if you're stuck or, um, I mean, some people like to respond to prompts and that's wonderful. Um, for me, I, I just have to sit down at my journal and, and maybe respond to some of them because it loosens up the creative juices and stuff. But I tend not to publish them because frankly, I don't think mine are very good when they're like that. <laughs> but I think the prompts are good because it, it really taps into that. Um, they're reflective, they're reflexive, they're um, like metacognitive where you they can actually force you to think about your thinking if you do them correctly because you're, you're stretching outside of the box. But, um, I, and I do that. I just, I personally don't tend to publish them. Christy, she's using shit. big words. She oh, is. Are, are you stop. having trouble I'll understanding, stop. honey? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Holly for joining us today. If you want to learn more, visit Holly's website at hollypetite.com. That was a good interview. I enjoyed talking to her. Oh, my God. It was so fun. I love her. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> she's great. Too bad we lost a big bunch of it, but... <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I oh, shouldn't well. have said that. That was terrible. <laughs> You're going to have to cut this all apart. <laughs> you are terrible. You're kind of a dick. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to The Unfocused Writer. For show notes and extras, visit theunfocusedwriter.com. Production and post-production provided by The Tranquil Tavern. Until next time, stay focused. <laughs>